Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer for the Giant Insider, the guy who is inside the locker room, who has his finger on the pulse of the team, Chris Bizignano. What's up, Chris? How you doing, man? Good, Jerry. What's going on, bud? Oh, well, another week, uh, three and eight, heading into a matchup with one of the surprise teams in the uh, the NFC, a uh, team with a one of the last teams, I think, with a with a, a better defense than offense, right? If you look at the NFL, I, I should say of the successful teams, when you think of the Bears, and this, at least this team, and in their history, you think of defense, you don't think of offense. And Trubisky makes them uh, dangerous, but it doesn't look like he's playing. Chase Daniels, capable backup. Um, and I just wanted to talk about, first, before we get into the game, you, know, you mentioned the last few weeks how Giants were upbeat. Uh, three and seven going into that that the disaster last week uh, in that city. Uh, still, I'm, I don't know if I'll ever get over it. Uh, <laughs> they, they felt really good about themselves. They're going in and they're they're kind of flying mm. high. Not to no pun intended. Oh God, I hate that I just said that. Yeah. Huh? That and then uh, you know, I just wondered what the what's the the feel around the organization this week in the locker room. What what are you taking from that? Is there anything to take from that? Well, you know, I was there yesterday and and it had a little bit of. A, of a down feel in the building. Um, like a tough loss type of feel, you know, where the, the energy wasn't there. That's, I mean, that's just my opinion, but that's what I sensed. Yeah. You know, not that the plays are given up or anything like that. Just that it had a very blah type feeling in the field house, uh, in the locker room a little bit. Uh, it was a tough loss, Jerry. I think it was a type of loss that kind of like, sealed the fate of the of the team for the rest of the year yeah when it's you know when it was three and seven you know players would talk about running the table and if this team loses and that team loses it's worked out on thanksgiving day and then you go out and you have a 19-3 lead and then we all know you know the story of the eagle game and and that's you know now i think everybody kind of realizes their fate and it was kind of a tough feeling you know walking around yeah, I can I can totally understand that, and and it makes sense. And like you said, man, nobody packs it in. These are professional athletes, and these guys are playing for, you know, contracts for other teams or or the or the or the Giants, right? And they a lot of them like right. guys like B W Webb was interviewed today, and uh, you know he basically said like I'm I'm playing for my livelihood, and good for them. You know, no one's gonna yeah. pack it in, no one's giving up. Uh, but I can imagine there's a a different feel around it. You had a you had an interview with uh, Yaman Brown, and and for. Everyone out there, I kept calling him Jamin Brown. I think it's pronounced Yaman Brown. We've determined that. Yeah, I say it too. Don't worry. <laughs> I do the same thing. We got it. So I must have said it to I must have said it to him about fifteen times. To say he didn't correct me, so I guess yeah. I guess he lets it fly. So oh, what a nice kid! And yeah, uh, so is. you met with him. And, and and for those of you interested, for the whole article, uh, it's in the, the Giant Insider coming out Sunday night. Um, that's a that's a that's a tease right there, guys. But one <laughs> of the one of the questions you had. Um, and I thought his answer was very interesting. You asked about the second half of the Eagle game. And he yeah. said he wished they ran the ball more and continued to run the ball more. And you asked him, did they do anything different? And he said, not really. Yeah. So being who I am, petty, I just kind of wanted to gloat and tell you that I was I, maybe uh, Yaman Brown and, and I were kind of right about that, Chris. And, you know, uh, an NFL player agreed with me. <laughs> Um, I know you, I know you brought up some great points and, and, and look, friends of mine come up to me and said, Jerry, I think Chris is right. And I'm like, you know what guys, screw you. Stop listening. But, um, uh, what, you mean a sensitive Jerry came out again? A little bit, a little bit, but I, I saw that when I was, when I was reading it and I thought, well, oh, can I say something quick sure. before you gloat? Okay. Yeah. When I started pointing out to 
uh, what do we call him? Yamon? I'm going to call him Yamon still. Okay, since he didn't correct me yesterday. Um, When I pointed it out to him, when I started breaking it down to him about saying about, well, you did run the ball the second series, he was like, yeah, no, we did. I just felt that we imposed their will on him in the first half that I was – then he started going, well, yeah, no, we did run the ball. I just thought – I just hope we would run it more. So I wouldn't glow too much there, Mr. Foley, because I did point it out to him that, hey, the third series, you know, you threw the ball, but the first two series, you were running the ball, you know, a lot. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, I just – I wish we did run it more. I just felt that we really, you know, we forced our will. But he did point out that the game changed after that interception, Jerry. There's no question about it. And it's don't don't glow too much there, Mr. Foley. And it's not refreshing to hear that the game changed. That, but it's like when the fans feel it, it's kind of like wow, the players felt it too. When that interception happened, all the whole Giants world felt it. Um, I'm sure dead Giants felt it. <laughs> Guys who passed away years ago felt the game change. Like it, it's right. you know to, to hear a player say it, it kind of validates that that fans kind of know what they're talking about sometimes. So um, you know the yep. matchup this week, man. I. I, we're, we're going to give our, our, our uh, NFL predictions this week, everybody, and, and we'll do the Giants last, and then we'll get to your Twitter questions. But I, I, you're going to know where I'm going with this one. I, I have I have a feeling this game has disaster mm-hmm. written all over it. I just feel like yeah. the win was taken out of the Giants' sales last week. This is a game where they come home. You know, uh, it's a horrible matchup. Their defense against our offensive line. Manning goes three and out. You could hear the boos happening already. I don't know, bud. I don't know what you think, but I, I just think this is a terrible matchup for our offensive line and their front seven. And they have some guys on that team that we would love, and one of them uh, we, we should have had, uh, Floyd, uh, the linebacker. And, and they have Roquan Smith, who's a rookie, and we all know they have Khalil Mack. Like, oh, my God, this this is the linebacking core we want, and, and they have it. And I just I feel like this could be disastrous. I'm gonna, I might light a candle for, for Chad Wheeler because if he's got to go up against Khalil Mack, man, it's gonna be, it could get ugly. Yeah, you remember early in the season, Jerry, there was a couple of times we would talk about the upcoming game, and I said, hey, Jerry, I got a good feeling in this building, remember? And they played well the following yeah. week. Yep. Well, I kind of got the opposite feeling this week. Um, I agree with you. I, I think this is, this has the potential to get ugly Sunday. Um, you got one team that's flying high and another team that's, you know, kind of realizes that the season's done. And that'll get me wrong. I'm not saying the Giants are not going to play hard. I'm not saying that they're giving up. I'm not saying these guys aren't busting you. They, you know what? I just think that um, even with Chase Daniel, I think the Bears with their defense is going to do enough things to really, uh, you know, put this one away. I think it's going to be pretty early, the second quarter or so, too. Just not a good matchup against these guys up front. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I, I don't have a good feeling of this. Um on this game at all Sundays. Well, you know, listen, we could be wrong just while you played them, but I'm with you, bud. Yeah, I, and I, I'm not saying they're going to give up either. I'm with, I'm with you on that. I just no, feel like I just up. feel like yeah. it's going to be, you know, hmm. I just think they're better. And even with Chase Daniels, you could see like a, I don't know, man, I can picture it now, third and eight, he drops back, they rush four, mm. everybody drops in coverage, and then he runs for nine yards for a first down, the whole stadium deflated, and they start heading for the, the, the yeah. doors. Um, but... You know, from from an offensive standpoint, bud, what what do you uh, what do you see the Giants having to do here? I know the Bears are good against the run, oh, they have, gonna... and they have uh, well, some pretty good corners. One of whom used to play for us. Um, 
Uh, yeah. If you're the if you're Shula and, and Shermer, which what's your game plan going up against the Bears? Well, you know, listen, you're gonna you're gonna have to stay out of the third and longs, man, because they're gonna have no chance if they're in third and sixes, third and eights, third and nines. They're gonna have to stay penalty free, Jerry, which they didn't do in the second half last week, which really cost them on drives. The Bears are second against the run, you know, so good luck with that. You know, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, so, that's just funny. Yeah, good luck, yeah. Giants. Yeah, I mean, it, listen, you know, they might catch a break. The Giants, you know, uh, Akeem Hicks is is hurt. He didn't practice again today. He might miss Sunday. Yeah. But you know what, Jerry, this Roquan, I'm watching Roquan Smith on film. Yeah. And he is really, really coming to his own, man. And he's yeah. just dominating with, you know, you know, I, I know everybody wants to talk about Mac, but there's so many other players on his team, you know, on the back end. And then you got Danny Chavathan, the, the veteran linebacker who's doing his thing again in, on the inside. And yep. just a talented squad, Jerry. This is quite a challenge, and I'm not quite sure if the Giants, if they don't get three, four turnovers, they don't get blown out of the building with this one. Well, that's reassuring. No, because I, 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 I think, exactly, I'm sorry, I think exactly the same way. But yeah, Jerry, not to mention you're going against the number one team in, ter- in turnovers with the Bears. They have 14. They were plus 14. And they have five, Jerry, five pick sixes this season with Eddie Jackson with two of them. I mean, so this is the type of guys you're going against here. Uh, okay. So on the defensive side of the ball. Does that sound good? <laughs> Encouraging? So on the defensive side of the ball, where we've been stellar for, for much of the season with, I don't know, what do we have, two sacks? Um, no, we have like 11 or 10. I don't know. 14. 14. Oh, 14. That's right. We yeah. had four last week. My bad. So we yeah, have 14 yeah. sacks and – um, uh, Kerry Wynn looks like he's coming back. Engram, yeah. uh, I should have mentioned before, Engram's probably not going to play. Um, yeah, no, you know, no. With, with the Bears, you know, they're, they're, they don't have a dynamic offense, but they, they run the ball well. And uh, they were, you know, they, I watched them Thanksgiving. They were good enough to beat the Lions. But you know, you'd like to see, and maybe it's wishful thinking, but you'd like to see Betcher bring the heat a little bit. And, and, and there's, um, you know, there's not, nothing to play for. There's always pride to play for. But let's be honest, there's nothing to play for. So you would think that maybe – uh, we'll get some looks at, at some younger guys and um, maybe the Sean Chandlers of the world and, and Lorenzo Carter can maybe play a whole game. Doesn't look good for Carter now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. he went from limited to out today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, not out game Question. status out, yeah, but didn't time. have practice today. Yeah, Yeah. so I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Um, defensively, just uh, <laughs> what do we do, pray? <laughs> I have no idea what to, what to say anymore. You, you, sound like Vic, you sound like Vic Fangio when he asked him about Odell. He says, you got to go to mass Saturday night <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and pray to stop this guy, he said, which was pretty funny on, on Fangio's part. But you know what? Matt Nagy's got a lot of Andy Reid in him, man. You know, he was his coordinator last year. And you see his offense and you say, wow, look at that. That's Andy Reid type stuff out there with the formations and and and, and, and misdirection plays and all that. You know, he's getting the ball in Gabriel's hands. You know, something they did a couple of years ago in Atlanta. Um, Allen Robinson's back healthy now. Listen, they can run the ball a little bit. Jordan Howard, fifth round pick, running the ball well. Oh, you're pointing that out because of uh, the success of our later round picks. Uh, right. I get it. Right. Uh, you know, they got Tariq Cohn as a burner, you know, fourth round pick. Um, so they're doing, listen, Nagy's doing some things offensively. Um, they, it's funny, Jerry. This team averages 28 points a game. So you say to yourself, wow, their offense is playing that well. It's, Really not. They're 20th in pass, 15th in rush, but their defense sets them up so much. And Nagy's doing some good things with that offense. You know, even with Chase Daniel last week, you know, you thought they would come out running the ball against the Lions, right? The backup quarterback. What does Nagy do? He comes out, he throws the ball the first 10 times in the game. 
You know, so he's got that Andy Reid in him where don't expect one thing because he's going to do another, you know. So the offense is going to be a challenge, too. They got two tackles playing really well on Bobby Massey, and Charles Leno has been excellent for them the last few years. Oh, by the way, Charles Leno was a seventh-round pick, Jerry. <laughs> um, you know, so, hey, Jay, this is a team that's hitting it. They're coming off a nice win in Detroit on short rest, you know, the birds, the Thanksgiving Day and all that, and they, they kicked up. They beat the, uh, you know, out of what Minnesota week before. So, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, it's going to be quite a challenge for the Giants Sunday. Yeah, it is. And they, they play a style of football that uh, I kind of like. I mean, I, I didn't like the Rams uh, Kansas City game that Monday night, the 54 51. I'm not I'm not an old crotchety old man who's says that, you know, real players used to play in the 80s. I'm just <laughs> saying that. But I do like some defense. I, I think a, yes. a 15 13 yeah. game is a great game sometimes or a 7 3 game like the. The one in 1990, uh, uh, 49ers, Giants. I think when it, sometimes those games are good. It doesn't have to be a high-scoring affair. But uh, the Bears play a style of defense I like. And it's funny, man. That, before Trubisky, I was thinking about this with, with the Bears uh, because I was on a, a podcast last night uh, right. in, in Chicago. They were right. talking about – before I came on, they were talking a lot of smack about Eli Manning and he's not a Hall of Famer. And it took me by surprise, and I didn't think it was going to be them taking shots like that. And I, I regret that I, I should have said, you know, we guys got Sid Luckman and, and, and who? I mean, quarterback. Jay Cutler. Right, quarterback history of the Bears is is, is worse than, and, I, I would say, almost any team, and they've been around the longest, right? Yeah. Have, yeah. What, do you, what do you guys do? You brag about Sid Luckman, uh, uh, Jim yeah. McMahon. And, uh, and Rex Grossman. Yeah, right. Like, And I, I was kind of taken back. But then when I came on, they, they kind of backed off a bit, and it was almost like they were talking about me. But I felt like saying, guys, I'm, I can hear you. I'm, I'm, I'm on the air. Right. Right. Um, but anyway, um, that's just me being bitter and – or as you would say, sensitive, um, but yeah, yeah. Well, look, look, look. They think they have their franchise down, and Trubisky, and we'll see what happens. You know, so. Well, it's amazing when they bring in the, the offensive coach with these younger quarterbacks, and and we've talked about it before. You know, Baker Mayfield's brought in, and then Hugh Jackson's fired. I'd like to see who they hire next. Uh, in in um, in L.A., uh, Jeff Fisher was fired. Um, mm. uh, McVay comes in and turns Goff into a, a Pro Bowler. Uh, now Trubisky, you know, Nagy came in this year, right? Yeah, Nagy came in this right. year. So he was drafted last year, did nothing. They traded up to get him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like we, we talked about it before. Peterson and Wentz came in together. Coughlin and Manning came in together. You almost have yeah. to have a vision of your coach and quarterback as you're bringing them in, or else sometimes it doesn't work. And you're going to see with the Jets. They brought in Darnold, and then uh, Todd Bowles is going to get fired. So, um, Well, that's the Jets, Jerry. You know, they're, they're a total mess. They right. always will be. Well, funny. One of the Jets fans who listens to us uh, right. said – um, you know, aside from being hard on the Jets, uh, you talk about the Red Sox way too much, Chris. He just that was just feedback uh, from him, and I'm just going to pass it on to you. Tell them all consider it. You know, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's, Tell them uh, thanks for the advice. I'll take it on the consideration. <laughs> You're the best. All right, man. Um, let's uh, let's go through the the schedule first, and then we'll get to the Twitter questions. And there's a lot of them. And uh, I will try to get to all of them because, uh, again, man, you guys are very creative, funny, and some of them are really good. So, uh, anyway, uh, let's get to the, the – the Oh, other... just, just, just quickly, Jerry. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I know Boomer talked about it this morning about uh, – you mentioned it to me that he they, he said the Giants are down on Loletta and you might see Tanny before him. And and, and I know you, you mentioned that to me this morning. And I, and I was like, you know what, Jerry? Boomer's probably – I think Boomer's onto something. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. do think they're down on the letter. Um, 
I think it, there is a reason why he's inactive every game. Here we are, you know, game 12, and I'll be surprised if he's active for Sunday. I'm sure it's going to be Tanny again. And, and Sherman was asked about it this week, and Sherman's basically, you know, he he basically said, well, what, you know, everybody was talking about Laletta, and he was like, well, what about Tanny? Right. Which kind of took us by surprise. Like, you know, you're trying to be like, you know, respectful towards him, and a couple of guys are like, well, you know, Laletta's a draft pick. Tanny's a journeyman. I mean, well, you know, what are you saying, basically? Which, he, it, which should make Giant fans so happy to hear that Alex Tanny will get in maybe before Kyle Lola. Jerry, listen, this, I mean, this, that's the impression I got from yeah. Sherman. And me and a bunch of other guys got it, you know, and girls got it. That's the impression we got. Um, so to me, you know, a couple of people have asked me on the side and, you know, they've reached out on Twitter to us, Jerry, asking, you know, when do you think you're going to see the letter? When you think he'll be active Sunday? You think, Jerry, I got to be honest with you, man. I, you know, people ask me, you think he's got a future here? And it's, you know, I tell people, listen, he's been inactive for 11 games. What does that tell you? You it's, know, it's amazing that, and I'm not saying Davis mm-hmm. Webb is going to be anything, but you cut Davis Webb because you wanted to focus on one guy. That was the draft pick. And now you're learning mm-hmm. that perhaps he doesn't have the best work ethic. So yeah. it's got to be more than, it's yeah. more than just ability. It's got to be work ethic as well. Um, Jerry, listen, do you remember when we talked, you know, when we talked about when he was arrested Yeah. and I said to you, that I know I was at the presser when Sherman was talking about it. Yep. And I said to you, of course, you know, the, the whole police incident was very disturbing to the organization. We know that, right? But remember what I said to you? I said, but really, what seemed like really pissed off Sherman was what? He was late. He was late, coming right. Into yeah. Building. Yeah. And, you know, when you have a 15-year borderline Hall of Fame and Eli Manning, who's there six in the morning, you know, before the sun comes up every morning and then you have a kid trying to make the squad, you know, trying to be the future who's running late. And from what I understand, Jerry, it wasn't the first time he kind of like got in the building when he's supposed to, which doesn't go over well with coaches, Jerry, when you're supposed to, you know what I mean? I mean, where's he, where's, where's, he, where's, he, where's, he, where, where's he staying? Connecticut, Midtown? Like where's the kid uh, live? He's for staying God's in Weehawken. <laughs> he's I mean, staying my, in Weehawken. I mean, my God, like, come on, so, kid, get there already. You, yeah. You know, when you're a quarterback, Jerry, in the NFL, coaches don't want you there when you're supposed to. You're supposed to be there very early, you know, and I, I just got, I just get the feeling that they're very down on him and that's I great. could be wrong. That's, that's wonderful. Respect. That's And, and look, and great. So, also, I want to point out, since we're on the subject, before we get to the picks real quick, yeah, there's a lot of talk uh, in the media that Eli Manning may be back next year. And I'm just wondering, Chris, I'm going to ask you the question. Are people yeah. listening to this podcast? Well, our <laughs> Twitter followers, was, how great are, are our Twitter followers? The right, best, Jerry? The, uh, absolutely. And I'm not I, just, I, seriously, the absolute best. Most, yeah. Probably the most astute. I, it was so great because, you know, when, when that hit the, when that came out the other day about Eli might be back, so many people were like, hey, that's what Chris said on a podcast, so that's what they were talking about and, on the time. And we were, getting, we were getting direct message like crazy, and you want to answer right. all of them, so you're like, yes, I saw it, unbelievable, right? right? So, I was getting texts, we were getting direct messages, we were getting tweets about, it. you know, and people will actually send in messages to other people like, yeah, we heard this first on a giant insider. This isn't this isn't new news, you know, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. And, um, yes, and we talked about it in the last podcast. And, you know, there is people in the building that have told me that he is under consideration. And, um, you know, a well-respected media guy did report it, and he's right. And Ralph Acchiani, he was right. You know, he is a possibility of being a quarterback in 2019. There's no question about it, you know, so. We we better get (laughs) – we better get the – 
best offensive lineman in, in college football next year. All right. Anyway, I'll, I'm off that. Uh, let's go to the uh, let's go to the weekly picks, and then we'll we'll take the Twitter questions. Uh, tonight, Saints Cowboys. That's easy for me. Uh, Skip Bayless is running his mouth like a moron on uh, what channel? What is he? A Cowboy fan, Jerry? Oh, he's sickening. Um, he's a Cowboy fan. Oh, he's the worst. Um, yeah, I don't I'm, listen. I don't listen to Buffalo. No, I know, but he, everyone like you know, the problem with Twitter is when people you follow say, "Oh, so, yeah, so yeah. like this, I'm forced to yeah. look at your stupidity." And and stupidity. Some of that stupidity is Skip Bayless. He likes them. I like the Saints. Yeah. I like the Saints by ten or I know seventeen tonight. Yeah, I like the Saints too. Um, um, I I don't. I got to be honest with you, Jerry. I don't think I've listened to five minutes ever of Skip Bayless. Uh, to me, he just he bought a nice mansion and buffooned them, you know. So <laughs> I don't even bother. I don't even bother listening to him. Uh, but I, like you said, I picked it up a few times on Twitter saying that he must. Be, that's why I wanted to confirm it with you that he was a Cowboy fan. He must be an obnoxious Cowboy. Well, I guess they're all obnoxious, right? Yeah, he's, he's in their own way. Yeah, yeah, but I like the Saints tonight too. But uh, the the Saints are a machine right now. They ha- they got seven days off for this game. That Drew Brees, so, that like Drew Brees is incredible. And Drew Brees is a first ballot Hall of Famer. And as you like to put it, nice controlled environment tonight. <laughs> that's right. All right, Cardinals. <laughs> nice Cardinals at Packers. That's easy. Aaron Rodgers has to be pissed at the world. I'm going to go with the Packers. Yeah, Packers big. Arizona got the doors blown off last week. Josh Rosen really hasn't looked that good. I like the pack to get a little, get try to get right to ship a little bit for them. Colts at uh, Buffoonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. Who do you like? Oh, the most disciplined team in the league. Uh, all right. Uh, well, Leonard Fournette is not playing Sunday. You know why, Jerry? Because he's suspended for throwing haymakers. Yeah, because he ran across the field, they pulled, you know, uh, and then threw some punches at a player, uh, Shaq Lawson. So Fournette suspended, and then he tried to appeal it, and the NFL said, "Yeah, nice try. You're suspended." Um, so. And then Tom Coughlin said he'll take off the gloves with anybody who wants to challenge about what he's doing with the Jaguars. I, I don't know where the hell that came from. Yeah. But I oh. guess Tom's getting a little sensitive over there. Maybe you guys are related somehow. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, the Colts. Man, those Colts are hot, bud. Andrew yeah. Luck. Going with the Colts, my man. Yeah, Frank Reich's done a hell of a job. Col- uh, Andrew Luck's healthy. Except when they call, uh, uh, what was it, a stupid fourth and one or whatever it was, uh, whatever play it was where they threw the ball to Luck on the side. Um, in the oh flat, my God. Got dr- oh, and he, yeah. landed, he landed on his shoulder. Like, all right, oh, that's that's was, a coach. That's a coach just being obnoxious. What's, what was fr- that? That that's a coach that's over over coaching. That's yeah. exactly what that is. Yeah. But I tell you what, Jerry, I'm glad Frank Reich's out of Philadelphia, man, because their eagle, the Eagles' offense hasn't been the same since Reich left. Yep. Even though they can still beat us, uh, Browns. Oh, that's at, a given. Sorry, Browns at Texans. Uh, Houston. I put it on Twitter the other day, and a lot of people responded. The last game that Texas lost was to who? The Giants. And isn't, was it, to isn't the Giants? it amazing? Isn't it Which amazing? It seems like an eternity ago, right? And, and that the narrative that week was whoever wins their season goes on, whoever loses their season's over. Yeah, since then they haven't lost. So yeah. yeah so while well, the Texans showed that, you know, that theory went out the window. So uh, I like the Texans again. Yeah, uh, by the way. Baker Mayfield saying some stuff this week. Besides a Hugh Jackson drama, now he's coming out against Damian Woody. This was one of the flags on Mayfield. That's right. That, was the, that was the dangerous thing about him. That I was the dangerous like, thing I like, about I like, him. I liked his moxie. <clears throat> I liked that yep. probably his whole life he's been told he can't do it. Right. But he's got, and you talk about sensitive, <laughs> He's he's got some sensitivity. Right. Another, another long, long you know, family member of yours down the line somewhere. But uh, <laughs> yeah, listen, Mayfield's 
feeling a little bit. He's coming out with his mouth, and that was that was the red flag on him. You, you don't know you're going to get with him. So, you know, I like the kid. I love his game, but, you know, he's got to tone it down a little bit. But anyway, going back, getting back to the game, yeah, I like the Texans. Uh, Panthers at Bucks. I'll go with the Panthers here. Uh, the Buccaneers have absolutely no defense. Uh, Winston, I think, is starting. Um, yeah, I think they're in disarray. Their coach is gone probably at the end of the year. Panthers haven't been great. Um, they, they've actually slumped since uh, since Graham Gano hit a 63-yarder. I think he's missed three extra points because, I mean, a high school kicker could kick a 70-yarder against us. I've never seen right. kickers have such success as, they, as right. they've had against us. Anyway, mm-hmm. ran over. I'm going with the Panthers. Yeah, right. Gano missed a big field goal last week. He missed a field, 32-yarder the week before. against and he, us. And he, he, missed extra, he missed extra points, too. Yeah, and he missed extra point. Yeah, but against us, boom, 63-yarder uh, the buzzer. Uh, but... Um, Cal, this is do or die for Carolina. I'm going to have to go with them on the road. Yep. Uh, Bills at Dolphins. Man, is there a game I'm less interested in than this one? Um, yeah, well, yeah, AFC East. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Miami at home. I know the Bills have won two in a row. I, you know, Miami blew a lead last week as the cost, but I think they'll rebound this week and beat the uh, Josh Bills. Allen looked good last week, but I'm going to go with the Dolphins at home as well. I could care less about that game. Um, Broncos at Bengals. Who do you got? The Bengals are a total mess. Um, I, I can't believe they didn't score 70 points with Hugh Jackson on the side last week. Um, so they brought Hugh over and they got smoked even more against the, against the team he met, he coached. He's, a couple the, he's weeks the Eric that. flowers of coaching. You bring him over. Yeah, you never I mean, win again. I mean, come on. And the best part of it is the word out of, out of Cincinnati is that he might be the next head coach when Marvin Lewis steps down this year. I mean, I, that's mind boggling. But besides that, uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Denver Broncos. Yeah, me too. I, I'm shocked the Broncos uh, pulled that one off last week, but uh, yeah, they're definitely not a, not a team that's giving up. Uh, it, they're a weird team, though. I don't I don't know what to make of them week in and week out. I can't figure them out. I'll go with the Broncos as well. Uh, Ravens at Falcons. I'm gonna go with the Falcons in this one. I, you know, Lamar Jackson looks like he's playing again. Um, now teams have looked at him for two weeks. Um, I like Atlanta in the dome. I think they'll they'll score enough points on on the Ravens. I like Atlanta. I like. Uh, Atlanta, too. And, and I was a fan of Lamar Jackson coming out, but if he keeps running the way he is, he's going to get killed. And, and and the knock on him was he looks to run. Um, but I, I admit, I did like Lamar. I will go with the Falcons as well. Rams at Lions. This one's easy. Uh, the Rams are a juggernaut. I'll go with the Rams in, yeah. in Detroit. Yeah, Rams. Yeah. Yep, Rams. No no doubt. <laughs> oh, here's another one. Chiefs at Raiders. Four o'clock game. Oh, well, I, I guess God. we'll go with the Chiefs in this one. Yeah, the Chiefs have off two weeks for this baby, right? This this could get ugly by the first half. Chiefs, large. Uh, Jets and an angry Titans team. I'm going to go with the angry Titans team. Yeah, I'll go with the Titans as well. I, is, Do- is Sam Donald playing this week? I, Do we know yet? I have no idea. I don't think so, but I really don't know. Okay. Um, Vikings. And then and, and I would know if I turned on FAN because that's all they talk about is Jets, but I haven't turned on FAN. Uh, Vikings at Patriots. That's a good one. This is a real going. I'm going to go with New England because it's up up in Foxborough, but I think this is going to be a close one. It wouldn't surprise me if the Vikes beat them. The Vikes are playing a little better. You know what? Since Everson Griffin has left the psych ward and he's back on the team, that's a different that's a different defense now because now they have him and Danielle Hunter coming off those edges, man. They're, they're a different squad the last few weeks since Griffin's been back. Jerry, I'm going to go with New England because – you know, because it's New England up in Foxborough. Yeah, and they, and they, never, play, they never play good teams at home. Or that, I'm sorry, they never play good teams on the road. Every every marginal to good team they play is going to be at home. So, uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I'm going to go with the uh, 
the Patriots, Jerry, but I could definitely see the Vikes coming out of it with a win, too. I think that's going to be a real close game. Yeah, I'm going with the Patriots because they're at home. I think the Patriot losses have come on the road this year, right? I don't know if they've lost at home. Yeah, they have, they have, yeah they've come on the road. So, um, there's, yeah, there's, except for the Jet game. They, they, they destroyed the Jets in MetLife. Okay, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Oh, there it is. There it is. Well, um, maybe because they didn't have Sam Donald. Maybe that might have been it. 49ers at Seahawks. I tell you what, man. Is Russell Wilson great? Awesome. My, probably, I mean, is Russell. If I, probably my, one of my, probably my favorite quarterback in the NFL. I love oh, him. man. He just turned 30 years old. And you saw him last week against Carolina. What a throw to Tyler Lockett in the end zone. What a throw to David Moore. Uh, he's just great, man. He's willing this team again. Um, I'm going to go with him at home. You know what I like about him? He doesn't need climate control. I am going to go with the Seahawks as well. He can play Does anywhere. He can play anywhere. He can play in the snow, the rain, the wind. Does it doesn't matter. need climate control. Okay. Uh, Chargers at Steelers. <laughs> um, Pittsburgh totally and completely dominated the Broncos last week. Why did they lose? Because they, they had four turnovers, one at the end of the game on a real dumb vent pass. I think they rebound. It's, you know what? Joey Bosa had two sacks last week. Now he's starting to get into shape. This Charger team is tough too, man, but I'm going to go with Ben at home. Yeah, me too. I don't like the Steelers, but uh, I think they'll take it again because they're at home. I, I like – part of me hates Phillip Rivers. Part of me likes him. He's got another one with a chip on now, his shoulder. You have to out think – Out of curiosity, yeah. why does part of you hate Phillip Rivers? Because I, I, I'm glad he's not in New York because I don't think he could handle the New York media. I think he'd be a, a nightmare waiting to happen. He's, um, he's, he's got a – for someone who's never won a Super Bowl, he's, he's got kind of a chip on his shoulder. But he – that has to bother him. And I, I just think he'll think of that in, in this game. And I think that you'll see demo, you'll see him very demonstrative on the sidelines in this one if things start going wrong. And the Chargers are kind of a, a – not a surprise team, but they've done better than I thought they would do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that, that of course, he made that trade years ago. But, I'm anyway, long story short, I'm going to go with the Steelers at home. And Monday night, um, you know, Philadelphia should probably uh, – Add policemen around the stadium. Uh, stop selling alcohol. You know, after mm-hmm. after the first quarter, uh, Redskins at Eagles. Yeah, hopefully Michael Bennett doesn't knock over any seventy uh, five year old crippled ladies too. You know. Um, oh yeah, he does that, right? Yeah, he seems to do that a lot. Um, I shouldn't say a lot, but he seems to do that. But you know what's? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Eagles. By the way, Jerry, uh, I don't think the Redskins really have a chance at this one. No, the, I Gi- the, say- Gi- the Giants gave the Eagles life, and now that with with Colt McCoy starting, the Redskins well, I- may not win another game except when they play the Giants. Yeah, and now you see Adrian Peterson is banged up a little bit. Like I kind of predicted he would be in the second half of the year, but so I don't know how much he's going to be available. But I like the Eagles. Um, you know, in this one, uh, like you said, Jerry, they have new life now. The season's still alive, so I don't think the Redskins are going to get in their way. And finally, uh, Bears at Giants. I'll go first. I, like I said, I think this is a nightmare scenario for the Giants. I think it's a horrible situation after losing the way they did last week, having to play a, a team like this. Horrible matchup. 31-10 uh, Bears. It gets ugly early, and MetLife empties out by the third <clears throat> quarter. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I don't think the Giants are going to score more than 17 in this one. Uh, 10 could be just about right. Um, I'm going to go down a little I see another defensive touch, another defense getting some turnovers on the Giants. I, I like the Bears too, man. All right, so we're half hour in. We're, we'll, we'll go another 10, 15 minutes. we got to get to these Twitter questions. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's try and keep the answers somewhat short. And I say that to myself as well because we have about uh, maybe 20 to go through. 
Um, and I'm doing money. Yeah, no, we got yeah, we get more and more all the time. So sooner or later, I'm going to start cutting some out. But um, but right now, um, yeah, I'm going to go through uh, as many as I can. Probably try to get to all of them. So uh, one of the guys who listens to us all the time, Sean Allen at Spa Thirty Two Blue. How do the Giants contain Max Sunday? Because if I was him, I'd be licking my chops going against Wheeler. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, they, Sean, they probably have to go to Mass and, and light a candle for him or uh, say an extra prayer, of 10 Hail Marys and a Glory B. I have no idea how we contain. They're going to have to have Allison helping out. Um, they're going to have to have an extra guy in because Killer Oof. Mac could absolutely destroy Chad Wheeler. Yeah, yeah, he beat up on him pretty good last year when he was on the Raiders. Um like you said, they're going to have to max protect with him. They're going to have to chip him, tight ends, and then still good luck. You know, I've seen Matt get through that too. So, like you said, Jerry, I guess light a candle, <laughs> you know, put Ellison, chip, and try your best. And short passes, getting getting the ball out quick and stuff like that. So, uh, Agent X at Agent X 6021 asks, who is more annoying, diehard Eli Manning supporters or those who have been calling for his head uh, since week one? I'm asking for a friend. It's almost like I'll hang up and listen. Uh, I mean, both are annoying. You have to look at Eli. You have to you have to try to look at it as objectively as possible. And I I say that to myself. Eli is uh, has been robbed of his prime over the last five six years, or or maybe not prime, but robbed of some very good seasons because of the line. They're both very no, annoying. You're right, bud. You're right. He got robbed of his the prime of his career, my friend. Yeah. You're right. And, and and you have to look at it objectively. Like right now, he's probably too far gone uh, to be able to to lead this team to a Super Bowl, but. Yeah, it is what it is. What what what's the better option? Uh, whatever. Um, so they're both annoying. There you go. Yep, I agree with you hundred uh, percent. People that think Eli could do no wrong it could be a very annoying at times, and people that blame Eli for every damn thing could be annoying at times too. So, so I agree with you, man. Both of Ryan Williams at Ryan Williams eighty four. You guys are my new favorite podcast. Thanks, man. Only, Thank you. only problem is the current topic of conversation is the 2018 Giants. It mm. makes me want to drive my car into a divider. Maybe instead wow. of recapping the next Giants loss, we can recap a great game in Giants history. Yeah, we can do that in the offseason, but you know, Giant losses are like cough medicine. You just got to take it and uh, yeah, try to get better. So I, I, we're always going to be talking about these losses as they happen. Unfortunately, guys, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fellas, but that's, uh, you know, that's what we do here. Win or lose, so if they, you know, we have to talk about it. I mean, if you want to talk about the Red Sox, we could talk about them, but I don't think you want it, right, Jerry? Not in New York now, not in New York, oh, New Jersey. Okay. Although right. this this has a wide reach, but anyway, um, yeah. here's one I'll let you go with because you probably have your hand on the pulse of this one, finger on the pulse. Andrew at All About Blue eighty eight has Sean Chandler been given a shot at free safety much yet this year? I know he's been great on special teams. Well, Sean's been playing a slot. He's been getting snaps in the slot. He only has received a few snaps when Riley was out. But Riley's been on the field every game. He's practically played every snap. So, no, Chandler hasn't played over Riley, except for the few times where Riley got banged up a little bit. Um, Peyton Combs at Pioneer Pate. Ooh, this this one's setting us up for some responses. I'm not going here. Hypothetically, if you can only keep one player on the Giants, would you rather have OBJ or Saquon? There's no right answer here. Um, nah, yeah, so nah. because if I answer one, then the other fan base will try to destroy me, tell me I'm stupid. And, and so I, I'm not going to go there. I think um, if you read the Giants. That's a time, click, that sounds like a clickbait question. <laughs> yes, it's a clickbait <laughs> question. Get us, uh... <laughs> yes, usually... Hey, Jerry, just quickly. Can yeah. I just get... Jerry, can I just get quick? We'll talk about Sean Chandler a second ago. I just wanted to point out, you know, this Grant Haley kid's really coming on in a slot. Yeah. He's really playing well for them. 
I think they might be on to something for him coming back in 2019. You know, actually being a pretty decent player for the Giants. Sorry and, about and that. And we'd like guys. to see now we'd like to see Sam Beal get healthy too, see what he can bring to the table to Yeah, well, he, he, he Sam told me he's healthy. He could play right now, Sam Beal said. So we'll see him next year, but hopefully uh hopefully he's uh he's a good corner cuz we're going to need it. Will the Giants bring Eli back on a reduced salary package? I'm sorry, that's from Steve Hennig at Steve 10 Gmen. Um who the hell knows, man? I I, I go back and forth on this. I think I think there is just a good a chance as these scenarios. Eli coming back, a bridge quarterback going with a rookie. Like I think it's all thirty three point three 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 percent of any of those scenarios <clears throat> happening. Yeah, well he was asking about a reduced package, right? Money package. Uh that's not happening. So right. if Eli's back next year, he'll be twenty three point five against the cap. Here's a good one. Lewis Rivera at Big Lou two four six four. Do you think they will stick with the 3-4-D next year, even though we don't have good enough linebackers to run it effectively? Uh, he also says he loves our paper and the, and the podcast. Um, thanks, Lou. Uh, yeah, I do. Betcher's a 3-4 guy, and, and they don't have the, the linebackers this year, but they'll probably have more next year, I think. Again, man, this team needs everything. We're going to go get it in free agency. We're going to go get it in the draft. And unfortunately, I think, like Chris said, we're playing for 2020. <laughs> That's when we envision this team being able to compete. So, yeah, uh, yeah the 3-4 is going nowhere. I hate to say it. Yeah, no, if Betch is back, that, that's his system. He's not, you know, not going to change it. Uh, you know, uh, that's what Betcher believes in. And it's not a like, – like we talked about before, it's not a Belichick 3-4. You know what I mean? It's, you see four down alignment all the time. Listen, I, I know people are down on Vernon, but I think Vernon still will be back. And then you got caught uh, on the other side. And then we're going to have to get some inside kids, man, you know, inside backers. But, yeah, that, that will be back next season. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. Uh, from one of our uh, one of the guys who's been listening for a while, Harper and Goldschmidt, uh, will the hmm. Giants stop using a soft zone because the players look like a preschooler doing calculus <laughs> and just blow assignments <laughs> all the time? I'll let you take that. <laughs> well, you know, that's your, <laughs> listen, that's the soft. It's not really a soft wall. It's, it's sometimes the soft. They play mostly, though. Who's this, Harper? Yeah, Harper, Jerry, Harper and Goldschmidt, yeah. Harper and Goldschmidt, they play mostly a single high safety. They don't play many soft zones except when it's fourth and one and Carson Wentz needs a first down to win a game. Then they went into a soft zone. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But they're not mostly a soft zone team. They're mostly single high. Um, so, listen, he mixes it up, Betcha. It is what it is. Uh, listen, I don't know what to tell you. It, it is what it is. But, you know, you'll see some soft zones. Even next year, you'll see some of it. Uh, Maybe at Maybe 8. <laughs> These names are awesome. I think that's how you pronounce it. Or maybe H. I have no idea. Should Giants coaches start limiting players' reps in games like OBJ, Shepard, Saquon since the season's over? No, they're probably not going to do that. Uh, the fans, I know, I understand where you're going with this because you don't want to get them hurt, but the fans are going. They're paying customers. They want to see those players play. Um, Shokage V at Shokage v, Unless you disagree, Chris. I'm sorry. No, no. Listen, okay. these coaches, staff, these players, they're here to win games, Jerry, not to you know, look ahead to 2019. Yeah. Okay. They will be playing every snap. You know, coach, this is their livelihood. These coaches, they're here to win every game. Shokage V at Shokage V. I think that's how you say it. This is a good question. Who's starting first? Davis Webb for the Jets or Kyle Aletta for the Giants? I'll let you go. Uh, neither. <laughs> wow. That's something. Unbelievable. Tom L at Tom Lap 66, <laughs> who gave us a great compliment on iTunes. Thank you, Tom. That was awesome. Um, yes, thank you. That was very nice. I mean, these things people write are so nice. It's like, yeah, thank yeah. Them. Well, I'm glad people are liking it, Jerry. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so this year we have talked about the defense, offense, and the coaching. Here's a good one. 
One area that we have not talked about is the special teams. Is Tom Quinn still part of the coaching staff? Any comments? Yes. I'll let you take it. Yes, he is. Yes, he's an assistant. Yep, Chris, you're coming. On board in training camp when McGahee started going for treatments for his cancer. Um, so, yes, uh, Tom Quinn is still here. Uh, Chris Alvarado, do you feel the success of Brady – and Breeze and how they're beating Father Time had anything to do with the Giants uh, thinking Eli can. No, I think they looked at Eli completely separately from that. I don't think they looked at other teams. It's a good point because it seems like quarterbacks are playing a lot later and a lot older now, almost like hockey players play so so much older. Um, but no, I, I think they just looked at at, at, uh, at Eli. Um, here's one. Um, you can take this one. Lane Pearson, who, again, another person who's been a fan of this since the start. So thank you. So many questions, but why, oh, why can't we cover tight ends? Yeah, because I'll, I'll go first. Carl Banks isn't on the team anymore. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just haven't had, you know, guys that, that, that have been able to cover them. I mean, I don't want the, the bottom line. We just haven't had guys able to match up with tight ends. That's it. That's it, folks. Um, this guy has a terrible name. Ready? Mm-hmm. Dave Brown at G Dear Love eighty two. Is this Dave? <laughs> for those of Is you, this Dave Brown? for those of you who don't know, Dave Brown was a quarterback at Duke, number seventeen, and stunk with the Giants. And we took him in a supplemental draft in nineteen ninety two. And we'd have a first round pick in ninety three. It ended up being a second rounder in Strahan. Anyway, hey guys, was drafting Engram a mistake? Uh, it's a good question. I we like Engram, but if you're asking, it was a mistake because your next point is Ramchick was picked after him. Uh, yeah. Yes, it was. So, um, to, for what the Giants needed, right? Um, I felt it wasn't a necessary draft pick going tight end. I love Evan. He's been banged up. He's hurt again now. I don't know if he's going to go Sunday. Probably not. Um, I love his game. I think he could really bring a lot to the table in the future for the Giants. But I just feel, I think you're with me on this, Jerry, that the Giants needed a tackle bad last year. Yeah. And they should have went with Ryan Ramchek, who's now a pro bowler in New Orleans. Um, SV at SV underscore. I can't read Roman numerals. Uh, 17, I think it is. Do you think Laletta will at least get a uniform this Sunday? Uh, no, I don't. Do I think he's going to watch Jerry? Get a uniform this Sunday. I say no. No, he's just going to get a, a brand new clipboard. <laughs> Andrew Stillifson. Under what circumstances would Alex Tanny get a start? Uh, when they're mathematically eliminated, Alex Tanny may get a start, I think. What about you? Um, uh, <laughs> I think they're going to keep going with Eli. Unless, unless Eli starts playing bad. Yeah. Unless he looks horrific out there, I think Eli's going the rest of the way. Which is going to tell the fans, Mara and everybody else, that Tanny and Loletta are obviously Tanny, but Loletta's not part of the future, and they're going to go quarterback next year. AJ at J. Great name. Here we go. Good question. If we can't get Herbert or a quarterback, we think it's a franchise QB. Who do you think we should gun for in the draft? Best player available. Not even not even close. If we don't like Herbert and or we don't get him and that's the guy we want, um, yeah, I think it's going to be best player available. Now, what if the best player available is uh, a running back, Jerry? Or what? Okay, I mean, a technicality here, Chris. It's going to be pass rusher. No, why are you getting all sensitive for? I'm just asking. Because you're you're setting me up. Like, okay. I'm not setting up. See what I have to deal with, folks? Okay, okay. Let me refrain. I feel like I'm in court here. Let me refrain. Okay. Let me, um, no, you you're the lawyer. Like I'm on the witness stand. Like, oh, sir, what if it's a running back? Did you, did you really mean that question? <laughs> well, no. When we say best play available, it could be like you know, I don't you know. Listen, 
this is what I feel. If it's not a quarterback, I don't I don't know the college kids coming out yet, everybody. Is there a monster tackle coming out? If there's a monster yeah, tackle the, come the, out, the they the got kid go. from Alabama. Yes. Okay, so if there's a monster tackle that's that's there, they have to go monster. If they're not going quarterback, they have to go monster tackle or Bosa. Or Nikki Bosa from Ohio State. Or Oliver from Houston. Like, what my point was, what? they need a tackle. They need a defensive tackle. They need a, an edge rusher. They need a corner. They oh, need a free safety. They need a guard. They, they need a lot. But you picked out the one position that, you know, they don't need. Anyway, next. No, well, you said best player available. I mean, what if the tight end's the best player available coming out of Sorry. Oh, yeah. right, let, we'll make that stricken from the record, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> Uh, here's a, here's oh, a, here's, folks, now you're getting a taste that I have to deal with. Go ahead. Here's a good one. Raw B at Raw B38. How many points would the Giants lose by? How many sacks for Mac? I go 21 and three sacks for Mac. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, that sounds, I hate to say it, but that sounds about right. Uh, um, yeah. I'm going to go with you, Jerry, on that one. Uh, relative of yours, Vince Bucciolato. Uh, is the- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, what does that mean? Hi, your last name is Bizignano. I don't know. Sounds like you guys uh, okay. know each uh, other. Go ahead. Uh, anyway, is the fact that Lawletta can't even be <laughs> in the backup yet an indictment on Shermer or Gettleman? No. No. I don't think so. It might be more of an indictment on Gettleman, uh, but it's one pick. I mean, we have to keep in mind this was a good draft. If Lawletta's not ready, he's not ready. Uh, but, yeah, no, this isn't an indictment on Shermer in any way. No, no, not, not at all. Not at all. Listen. They liked the kid. He came in this year and maybe wasn't everything they expected. And then the whole police thing and maybe he's not progressing. A lot of stuff goes on behind the scenes, folks, that we don't know about. Um, so I, I'm not going to. No, it's not going to be an indictment on Sherman. Not in my eyes. Right, two more questions. I love this guy's name and his question is hilarious. Another Ranger know-it-all. Let's go, Rangers. Uh, what's, oh. wrong, what's wrong? What's wrong with the D? They stink. <laughs> go ahead, Chris. What's wrong with the D? They stink. Yes. Oh, they don't have. Well, they don't have. They can't get to the quarterback. They can't tackle. Um, they don't have inside linebackers. Olivier, the only pass rusher, is not really doing anything. Uh, they can't hold a team and end the games. Um, other than that, you know, they're pretty good. Yeah, they like John McKay said from the Bucks. They can't stop the run or the pass. Otherwise, they're in great shape. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last question, and it's a comment. It's uh, Tim coffee at jug big tea that sounds so bad uh you guys are blank great thank you tim between you and trainer i get all the real info i need oh again awesome and we're on her show now and then uh can someone finally shut me up and talk about why collins is a better fitted outside linebacker his size is borderline but he plays bigger and clearly prefers being in the box uh, I can't shut you up because I agree with you. I think he's a liability in pass coverage. I think if you've seen it, he, he does not. Um, and, and, and part of it could be because he doesn't have a, a good free safety. Net. He has a, the, maybe the worst free safety next to him in the NFL who takes horrible angles. Um, but I think he's more suited to be at the line of scrimmage. I, I think actually Collins could play that, that Dion Grant um, uh, role, the third safety role uh, that they had in, in 2011 when they had Kenny Phillips and, um, oh, God, who was the other starting safety that year? I'm losing my mind. Um, oh, Entro Roll. So I, I think, yeah, I think, I think, Collins, I think Collins can be that guy mm-hmm. that kind of hovers around the line of scrimmage. I think he's much more suited for that. If they made him a linebacker, I, I don't think it would be a terrible move, but I just don't think they're going to do that. 
No, and if you and if you look at what Collins is doing, especially the last two weeks, he's practically a hybrid linebacker anyway. He's up at the line of scrimmage. He's in a box a lot. He'll get matched up once in a while on a tight end and usually gets beat. But you look at the way Betch is using him, he's using him like a linebacker more and more. Um, and I see it in practice, too. He's on the outside a lot. So, listen, he's not going to be listed as a linebacker, but a big part of the game, he is like a linebacker out there. Man, if they could get a free safety, Jerry, that could really free up Landon even more next year. Yeah, and you have to think maybe they'll they'll use someone else that's strong and, and on passing downs bring him in up to the line. Who knows for for Blitz? It seems Blitz is great. He, he plays the run very well. He plays Blitz the last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I just think he's a unfor- I love the kid, but he is definitely mm-hmm. a liability uh, in pass coverage. Any uh, any closing thoughts, buddy, about this Sunday's uh, game? No, I, you know, it looks like, the, you know, they're going to go into a walk into a buzzsaw. So hopefully they're not. Hopefully, you know, to get a little upset, we'll see what happens. I don't think it's going to happen, but, they, you know, that's why you played him, Jerry. So they, they do have a backup quarterback on the defense. is going to have to come up, you know, with some turnovers for them to win this game. No question about it. That is why they line them up and play them. But uh, just one last thing. Thank you, everyone, again, for listening, for downloading. Uh, each episode gets more and more downloads, so we must be doing something right. And the comments on Twitter have been tremendous. Uh, we enjoy them. They're funny. Uh, say whatever you guys want. If you want something changed, please let us know. We want to get better at this and, and kind of keep doing it. And, uh, but, but really, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for everything you're saying and, and retweeting and, and commenting on iTunes. And if you haven't yet, we love those five-star ratings if you can put them out there. Yeah, so. yeah it's really nice. But really yeah. nice, everybody. But anyway, be sure to order your copy of the Giant Insider newspaper. It's coming out Sunday night. Hopefully they can, uh, we can have a, a good cover, maybe with a win Sunday, but you know, we can all hope. Go to www.thegiantinsider.com or visit magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R.com. Yearly subscriptions are $39.95 for paper copies, and the digital version is only $17 for a yearly subscription. 14 issues a year as we're biweekly during the season and month in the offseason. The next podcast will drop at 8 p.m. on Monday night, December the 3rd. As we preview the next Giants game. Who we got next? Titans or Redskins? I'm losing my mind. Titans? We have the uh, Redskins. The uh, Redskins next, but Redskins away. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, used to be, that should have been a... Oh, they'd be playing for something, and now we're not. Uh, anyway, Monday night we will um, preview... Or we'll, we'll, I'm sorry, we won't preview the Redskins game. What am I talking? I'm losing my mind. We'll talk about the Bear game. The, maybe the, the Bear win or the Bear debacle. And then we will name our um, Buffoon of the Week again, because that was a, a popular segment. <laughs> But anyway, uh, thank you all for listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. I'm Jerry Foley. He's Chris Bizignano. And remember, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.